listen to hair wrong. From hair wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. They're wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. From hair wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking back up under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still gotta keep the work together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gon' do it like, like us? Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking back up under pressure, yeah, yeah. Hello, hello, and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Cree Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we ventured back into the studio for episode 290. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah, what's going on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what you been getting into this weekend? Yeah, my weekend was, um, uh, was, it was a little horror-based this weekend. I got to see um, the new Hellraiser that came out. Okay. Uh, I got to see the. Con- I think Carolina's expressed interest, so I might catch that this week. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it wasn't too bad. Um, I also saw the conclusion to Full Metal Alchemist of, of the the live action nice. joint, which had a lot of horror elements in it. Oh, oh, well, yeah, you know, I could see how that can happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, gluttony's stomach turns into a stomach and eating people. That's. I feel like that's that. It's got some pretty horror. It's got body horror elements to it. <laughs> And um and there's a uh, 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 Werewolf horror, by yeah. Night is the other thing that I watched. I'm sorry, say it again. Werewolf by Night. That was the other thing that I caught. This All right. Weekend. So uh, I can't say too much about Hellraiser as I haven't seen it. Um, and I haven't seen Full Metal Alchemist either. But boy, oh boy, I think that Werewolf by uh, Werewolf by Night was a smash. Yeah, that was really really good. I. I, I came I, in I, not expecting. Well, I did have a little bit of expectation because I did look up the five-page comic that it was supposed to be based off of. Mm. Thank God it had nothing to do with that, though, because let me tell you, that would have been weird. Yeah, but what they chose was fire, bro. Yeah, was that shit was really good. Fun. Like, I don't, I don't know why they put out that initial trailer like that. Like, I, I feel like that trailer did did them a huge disservice. Cause really? I saw that trailer and I was just like, oh, I don't think I'm gonna like this I, shit. Bro. I thought I like that it threw me off the scent. It totally I mean, threw me off the scent. But only I can only like that trailer after seeing the movie. Exactly. You feel me? So that's I see that's how with that the benefit be. of hindsight. Yeah, so, like, that's bad marketing, or, I guess. You know what I mean? But that, it that, which for is me. pretty much my point. Like I feel like whoever did the marketing for that like failed because you completely missed the mark. Like mark the shit as I, the impression I got from that trailer was that it was some sort of like goofy old timey like uh, murder mystery type joint with a with like some sort of hunt mixed in. And I was like, all right. Yeah, I, mean, I, I kind of threw my on, hands up, right? Uh, like, you know, I'll, I'll go check it out. But no, it's not that. It's actually some actually dope shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. Is that failed marketing? I don't know. It didn't make me hate it. You I know mean, if it would have made you, me not perhaps, watch it. That's fine. No, like, I, I agree I see with what you. You're saying. If it makes you not want to watch it, then that's absolutely failed marketing. Yeah. That's, that, that's bad marketing. That's where I'm coming from. Like, like, I, I don't, and also, I don't think the marketing captured the mood of what it is that they were they they put out right yeah i, I felt like it, it was sort of like you well, showed me one thing and I, and then what i got i thought was completely different i think it got the mood but it would it overdid the camp like it had way more of a like it felt like more fleshed out than what you were thinking i suppose you were get from mood was the wrong word right but i i feel like it gave me the wrong impression it did i did it definitely threw me off completely i would i could definitely see that um that critique all the way through like but I was very happy with what they ended up presenting me. So marketing yeah. aside, the, the I, movie. I, I'm really looking forward to more of these one, uh, um, these uh, one off special one presentations. Like All right, the, the um, shit's pretty dope. So we're going in full spoilers. We'll that. So we're gonna talk about the movie. So 
I thought it was. I thought the the uh, the atmosphere that they set with the cinematography perfect. Yeah. Um, like the the homages to the old school oh, movies, yeah. especially Wolfman, was even like, the Wolfman. I I kind of was 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 expecting them to to give us like a more animated one, like that was based in the CG realm of what we usually get from mm-hmm. Marvel. I was happy with the one that they gave us, though. Yeah, honestly. I really liked the practical. I th- I like the practical really Wolfman suit, and you know? and also the really like one of my favorite shots of. of um, the presentation was when he was transforming and they were doing the slow pan in on Elsa. Yeah. And then you saw the shadow of the transformation in the background. Like, I wasn't even looking at Elsa. I was just looking at the shadow because I was like, yeah, oh, that yeah. shit well, looks so fucking dope. It was funny because I understood why that scene of her uh, recoiling in the corner of the cage and, 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 and screaming in terror, I understood why it had to be there as a shot for the, the, the genre. But it felt so out of character for her. Because she was very capable, even though in the end you did see that like Wolfman was no fucking joke, dude. Yeah, I think it was mad powerful. <laughs> and also, this is—I believe this is before she has any of the boons. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in the comics, Elsa Bloodstone is a badass, but it does look like here she has some, she has some like background training in her fighting and shit, but she's not like where she is in the comics. You know? Yeah, and um, I think it's better because he was in like a feral state like you remember uh he was trying to sniff her so he could try to remember her while in wolfman state if she would have tried to challenge him he probably would have like she would have stood up and you know what i mean the cowering in fear i guess and also she was maintaining eye contact which is pretty much one of like the last things he told her was like whatever you do don't break eye contact so yeah uh, while she was also cowering she was also like still like locked in eyes with him you know so and so yeah uh in the beginning, uh, I thought the introduction to the hunters was amazing. Like all of those cool. hunters were super Yo, intriguing. What's up with all the fake blades they're they're dropping Bro, today? This oh, is the I was second mad, one go, in like two weeks, Yo, man. Axe Carolina, I was like, was that Mahar? No, nah, that wasn't Mahershala. Why they do that? You know I, mean? I literally had that line. This is the second, like, I mean, I didn't mistake Mahershala, but it's like it was one where he the was in the background. I was looking dead on Adam. The dude from last week who was in the support group was a fake blade, and yep. this nigga in here was a fake. But I will give, give fake blade. Uh, 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 some props though, because when Wolfman shows up and he nah, took he his karate stance, underestimated him. He went in there was like, I'm gonna melee Wolfman. Yeah, but, but to be fair, it actually did something for like a second and a half. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I give him a second. A, and a half. lot of people like they didn't even like see Wolfman. He did manage to get a flip off, you and he me? took a hit, so, which is way more than most people. So I, I, I want to give one man credit, you know. He threw up the hands, and I was like, this goofy-ass nigga about to fight the Wolfman. You about to dub the Wolfman, my nigga, for real? But he did it for like a second Dude. and a half. So I was like, all right, I see where your confidence was coming from. As soon as he did it, though, the first thing I thought was, like, are you going to melee the Wolfman? That's the right. first thing I thought. I was, I was like, like, really? Wow. Okay. All right. When, when Wolfman was taking choice, all right. of those shock sticks, I was like, oh, this nigga's HP is way high. You feel me? This nigga's HP is way like high, your, bro. Your hands, bro? All right, baby, you know something I don't. Try it out. I mean, he's a hunter. Maybe he's got a gimmick. I don't know. I don't know, know his background. It was just like that, uh, uh, like, like Mexican buddy from fucking Alone. Like, he said some wild, crazy shit. Like, I'm about to just drink this water from the river. I'm like, you're silly, my nigga. And he ended up winning. So it's like, yeah, you, you know, gotta, and I talked <laughs> the same shit, bro. I saw that nigga drink the water from the river. Maybe, you're crazy. maybe Discount Blade has got something to this. But way. maybe when you see the nigga drink the river water, you need to respect his gangster. I actually did. I actually did. Because at first, I was like, yo, this nigga's wild. But then I thought about it and I was like, 
at this point, it's like two weeks in, so he's been doing this for a oh, while. That, that, that's gonna be a trope from here on out, though. Like, oh, he's drinking the river water. Like, that's you feel a, me? That, that's a that's a, a sign of a nigga. He's going in balls deep, and I don't know whether yeah. he can win or not. But he's confident. You feel me? I don't know where he gets that confidence from, but he's, but he's got it. Oh yeah. You feel me? He was sure. He took that stance. He was looking around like, yeah, I got this. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna get this wolf. So the, the hunt was dope. Uh, oh man, the Speaking introductions the were hunt. amazing. Like it's it's really there's. There's not even a whole lot to say. It was only 50-something minutes. But speaking of the hunt, good. though. It was like everything was like, okay, this scene was good. This scene was good. It's like, damn. Yeah, I, I really like how they actually stepped out of the pocket for Marvel and actually did some gory shit. Like, the way Elsa... It was pretty Like, gory. some of Elsa's kills, bro. Elsa, you wild. Like, when she kicked yeah. my nigga into the sword to slit his throat, I was like, yeah. yo, Elsa, chill. Bro. Chill, son. You're too wild right now. Yeah. And then the other lady nasty. where she, like, uh, uh, bests her in the swords fight and, like, chops her in the head like, um, She looks like the Death Note. The, yeah, the she does. Death Note. I was like, yo, it's, why it's is this fucking, bitch dressed uh, up like uh, the Ryuk. fucking... Ryuk. Ryuk. Yeah, Ryuk from uh, Death Note. Like, That's what the hilarious, fuck? man. But yeah, um, she was interesting. Yeah, Azizel or some shit like that is yeah, her name. Yeah, they did so she, much she world building within there. Oh, the Scottish dude was fucking. Oh, the, the dope. Scottish dude he with the, awesome. the axe. <laughs> His introduction to the Wolf Man oh, was crazy. Dude. Like I was like, man, it was like, hey, this, this guy is so bad. You yeah, know? I, I was kind of fucking with him though. I was kind of <laughs> fucking with him though. Then comes the axe, bro. Yeah, that was the first one. He's so lucky he found a weapon that fit his theme. First off, man, you never get a good random drop that, that fucking is, fits your theme when you're running yeah. around in a dungeon, bro. Like, the first weapon you fight actually fits your spec. You're like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, come on, man. He lucked out big time, and he still got his shit taken. Yeah, it shows Elsa's quick, quick, fast. Quick, fast. Also, another point of another gang that, yo, Elsa was just wildin', bro. Bro. The one and time... I like how she kept acquiring their weapons. Yes, I was that just gonna was say that. Like, when she cut my nigga's hand off and then kicked the hand away, I was well, like, Yo, you're disrespectful. Well, when she left, when she left, she did. They didn't show her pick up the hand crossbows. Like she better have picked up that hand crossbow. Oh, she bro. did. They did show her doing. Oh, that. I didn't see her pick it up. Yeah, I she saw took her it leave. off a man's hands and, and, and left with it. Well, I saw her pick it up and use his hand to shoot him in the face with it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see her disarm it and then then take it with her. But that was dope because later on she popped it. I was like, yeah, my girl, yeah, my girl. <laughs> she fucking took that shit with her. That shit was dope though. And man. also probably the best hidden gem of this thing was fucking man thing. Dude, I man, did not thing. see that okay. shit coming so at all. To, I wanted, I definitely wanted to like talk about some of the meat of the plot before we got jumped right into that. But how was that twist? That was fucking great. How was that, that was twist? With fucking man thing meets up with where uh, with Wolfman and ends up their homies and he's yeah. here to break him out. Dope. Yo, man cool. thing is fucking powerful, bro. He yeah. was incinerating niggas, like, yeah. just bodily. Yeah. Apparently, he, apparently, if you're afraid of him, he creates this, it, like, That's makes him right. angry and he creates acid. The first thing that I thought was that it was Swamp Thing. And then I looked up Swamp Thing. I was like, no, that's DC. Yeah, DC. And that's then DC's Caroline version. was like, hold up. And she's like, it's Man Thing. I was like, I got to think yeah. about right. You're, you're technically wrong. You're technically not wrong. You know I think they, they are the literally made to character. mimic each other. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so he was definitely a standout. Every that time was, he popped in, super, bro. Super uh, when he, and also, what's up with her mom? He was, moms was tripping. I really liked that actress. I did too. Like, I did. Super good job her. of like the, the bitter ex mom, the 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 uh, the the, lo- the grieving lover, and, and the, the fanatic chewing villain, villain. And, and the cult leader. You yes, know? she did the whole thing. I mean? She was super good. I really liked that actress. And then of course, Manthing coming in with the, with like the second dopest kill of the of the oh, night. Yeah. 
with the incineration. And the, yo, I did not expect him to toss her into the wall like that. I was like, yeah, it was damn. mad disrespectful because like, she nah, was. It, I, it was necessary because she kept persisting. Like nigga, she, that was the third <laughs> time she died. Shit. It was like it was about time he just tossed her into the fucking rubber. It's like, all right, it's bitch, true. done. <laughs> it was very gratifying when he did that shit. Yeah, that shit was. It was super good, man. I did not expect that. I really, that really enjoyed it a lot, man. I'm, so I'm here. Levels. See, they've set themselves up. They set me up again, bro. Now it's like one of them things where it's like, I'm going to watch it. I don't care what the controversy is. I want to watch what they put out. Pretty much. Like, damn like, it. I'm a Marvel fanboy, you know? Like, so it, it, it's, I was going to watch it simply because it has the Marvel tag on it. So I've had to start to compartmentalize a little bit. And so I'll, the, the movies. I, I I have a certain line of critique on and the shows because after um what was it uh Inhumans the mm. TV shows had to go under a different spotlight and after um for me it was Eternals mm. the movies I was like all right but do remember though violent. Eternals isn't part of the MCU don't put that don't put that oh Eternals on. is not part of the MCU nah nah that was some independent shit sort of like uh, a shield. <laughs> You feel me? They no, have no, no, not, that's in humans you're talking about. In humans, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't put that. That was the, the first one. That was the first yes. one you mentioned. My bad. That's the one yes. I specifically was um, talking about. Eternals for the is Eternals is what made me start to judge the movies and have to like, because I've always judged the Sony movies harshly. Like they they're not great movies. I mean that's fair. And um, but the Eternals was the first MCU movie where I was like, all right, guys, I I see what you were doing here, and you you hit for the most part. But I, I had to give a lot of leeway personally with some of the decisions that were made in like the storytelling and stuff like that. I was like, ah, not my favorite. Um, and I've never had that critique of a Marvel movie before, before for the most part. Um, and so yeah, when it comes to these these short movies, I'm here for them. Like they can they can go out on a limb, and I'm still giving the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? Like, uh, they, they've renewed my my fervor for those uh, styles of movies right now, for sure. They definitely hit hit strong with that. Yeah, that one was fun. And uh, I finally and caught, also, Elsa up? Bloodstone is one of the oh, members yeah. so of... Oh, yeah, there's so much more, um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, she's been a previous member of Midnight Suns, you know what I mean? So that's definitely oh, they're building. tied with Blade and shit, yeah. Maybe, like, and, and maybe that's what the, the fake Blade... Maybe they're putting those... Those little bread trails in there. I feel like they are for sure. To 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 show like, hey, he's not here, but this is part right. of what's building. Absolutely, towards that. it's okay. it's like the same I thing with all the different mutants popping up like all it. over. It's like they're like, it's not time yet, but just so you know, we we know what you're thinking. You know what I mean? We know hey, you what ain't you're wrong, thinking. but you ain't right. But you know what I'm saying? But these characters are so big that they would pull focus from any other smaller characters Absolutely. that they are next to. So we're not we can't give you any big ones until it's their time. Yeah. Until these people's story are over, all we can give you are just like, you know, shit to make you salivate. And right I like quick. that. I like that. Yeah. I dig it. It's I like it it's like, it's like when your family's cooking and they were like, Yo, yo, don't be like I can't be giving you taste and shit. I can only give you a taste, but I can't give you, you, know, yeah, yeah, you, you yeah, gotta yeah, chill yeah. till the whole thing is ready until everybody's take ready. One mutta fish. It yeah. can't take can't take more than that. I can't like then everyone gonna come here for a whole meal. Gotta wait until and I'm not it's even done. done cooking yet. When it when, when it's time, then you get to have the whole thing. Yep, they ain't even done cooking yet, bro. Film they ain't even done cooking yet. We over here like yo yo yo. That was delicious. Let me get some more. Exactly, like, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> it means like that because they get up early on Sundays and start cooking, and the whole house smells delicious. It's and a, they expect you to wait until like yeah, they so expect you to wait till mid afternoon to yeah. eat. Like come on. 
The whole house oh, was man. delicious right now. Horrible. Why are you giving me nostalgia for my for, for, for eating back a yard? You know what I mean? <laughs> Hell yeah. But yeah, man. That's that's yo. I was so pleasantly surprised. I yeah, I don't know sure. if I can uh just uh put out there how elated I am and like what they presented with this. Yeah. Because and it's in a genre that I'm very rarely like you very I like like Nosferatu and stuff like that. Like I like classic vintage black and white stuff. Don't get me wrong, but that like kind of more contemporary, like the newer stuff that came out in the seventies and stuff. I was kind of over it by then. You know what I mean? That was the edge of its format, and I was I wasn't really interested. But this right here was a perfect contemporary blend of of that old classic uh, uh, style. With some nice contemporary flair to it, you know. Yeah, for sure. But that's what's up. Um, I finally caught Bullet Train, dog. Yeah, what did you think? Oh man, dude, it. Uh, I don't know if I'm biased. I don't know if I'm biased. I've actually written on that line that he was <laughs> on before. That goes between um, uh, uh, Tokyo and Kyoto, mm-hmm. bro. It was a nine out of ten for me. That movie was yeah. fucking amazing. That movie was Tangerine really and Lemon fucking stole the show. <laughs> Feel me? It's cleanly stole Absolute the fucking show. For sure. Clean, yo. By the end of the movie, I didn't give a fuck why, like how they were brothers, why they were. I didn't yeah. care. They're yeah. They I, sold it, the it, Thomas it was, the Tank Engine bit. It, how? It, it was so good that I wasn't even mad when my man jumped on the trains at the end and was managing to hold on. Oh, that was, was absolutely driving. ridiculous. There's so the much, movie, so much anti-gravity, like, <laughs> bro. There was no way that those guys, A, there was no way that he did that. And that was probably the first time when I was like, stop it. Right? And there's stop also it. no way in hell you can punch through that window. I'm sure oh that window God, was no, quite Oh, my God, no. Those windows reinforced. are absolutely impossible for a human to you ever break. Me? There's no way your body would crump. His fist would have mashed and been putty you before it ever. Not even... only that, the minute he reached back to pull it, the physics would have dictated that he would have flown oh, yeah, off that Exactly. That, he that couldn't train. bring his fist forward me? hard enough to but do it. all that being said... Yeah, that whole shit. They was were so do- they were so dope that you will. The movie's so good that you will excuse. But you all know that. what that whole scene did, right? It only served to show how important his brother yeah, his was. Yeah, dedication to, him. to his brother. And, Fuck it, yeah. and it was just like, oh, Fuck yeah, so good, so good. You know what I'm saying? That's the rule of cool. What out? Like, oh, fuck, absolutely. fuck the logic, bro. But, absolutely. Like, I'm totally with it. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and rewind back to the beginning. We got Bullet Train. This one was a uh, action toward the force. Hell yeah. Um. Absolutely floored me with the camp. I wouldn't say cameos, but with the with the with the um, featured cameos, actors. Um, when and Zazie also, Beats yeah, popped yeah. up, I was like, "Zazzy Beats!" Yeah, yeah. The supporting Zazie cast Beats is, is the Hornet. The supporting spoiler cast spoiler is super guys, dope. I've been telling you guys, I'm going to watch this movie for three weeks and now. So, spoiler Jen alerts. Fukuhara is the Bro, little girl with the um, with the tray. Yes, from the boys. Yeah, from the boys. From the boys was the the vendor. Yeah, the concessionist, the snack vendor. Uh, in the in the bullet train, which was hilarious, I called her out as soon as I saw her. Yeah. Um, gosh, such a tour de force, man. Gosh, did Brad Pitt just? And it was such a great <laughs> acting and action crossover for him yeah. because his acting his acting was so antithetical to the type of character that you would expect in that role. Mm-hmm. He's a snatch and grab mercenary. Who's been hired to do something, you know, as his first job coming back after a traumatic experience. 
you got PTSD. You, what do you expect when you hear that? You don't expect the Zen Buddhist dude right. who refuses you to take it? a gun and absolutely gives everyone a peaceful out to any encounter. Now, he you, gave every single one of those assassins a peaceful out. Now you see why I'm saying he was a lot like um, uh, Emil Blonsky from fucking She-Hulk. Like, out, yeah, like Emil Blonsky was like him. They, 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 Emil they, Blonsky <laughs> studied him. This nigga was on the next level with it, bro. On the next level. That's when sick. Bad Bunny was stabbing this thing in the chest and he was trying to be sympathetic, I was like, nigga, you like, crazy. I don't even know you. I know. I'm like, bro, stop asking for that a was so, like, uh, that was He's like, here to fuck you that up. That was one bro. of my favorite fucking scenes, man. Bro, where the nigga that is just, was crazy. This nigga's got blood in his eyes. He's going to murder Brad Pitt. Can and the we, whole time, he's just like, yo, can we talk can about we this? Can we give a shout out to their over dedication to showing the backstory of any involved character? That was really funny. When dope. they got to the water bottle, it was like backstory on the I water bottle. I was little, like, my nigga, yes. I'm I here for it. Vignettes, give man. it to me, bro. They were give really me the good. backstory on the water bottle and how that water bottle got to be here. I love the silly. um I love the kill count in the beginning. That was yeah. a really great one. Those guys were goofy. <laughs> they were they were real goofy with that one. I was like, these niggas is really gonna count the fucking hideous murders that they committed. Like, all right. Gotta all right, keep track, son. That's what we doing here. But it set the mood. It really set the mood for the wanton violence that was about to ensue. Yeah. And boy, was Brad Pitt's character a perfect balance to that. Yes. Because I'm kind of I'm Absolutely. not over it at all. No. You can definitely win me over some wanton violence. Don't get me wrong. But it, it's because of the ever-increasing quality of wanton violence we're getting, it's harder and harder to scratch that itch with what's being presented. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when they put this next to it, I was like, oh, this was the this was the perfect little bit of wasabi to put on your <laughs> sushi roll to give it the spice it needs to have some good flavor. You know what I mean? Like, well done, guys. Yeah. Very well done. Like, I, I can't speak my praise for this movie highly enough, like, and then at the end, they gave the VFX artists, like, yo, go ham, niggas. Go ham, niggas. Yo, we crashing yeah. the train. Yeah, the rest is was, all up to you guys. That was Have a good one. Insane. Enjoy digitizing Brad Pitt's face. You feel it? You know what I mean? You know how much porn they made with Brad Pitt's face and body when they made the digital <laughs> version of it? I'm the, telling you. Because you saw what they did to Keanu when they digitized his body for Cyberpunk, so... We only know, God only knows what they did with a lifelike rendering of Brad Pitt's body. <laughs> Anyways... Back to the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Fucking... The, the, the storyline... First of all, when it opened with the storyline of the first assassin, I was like, what is this shit? And then for it to come full circle, yeah. and that it becomes a revenge story for his father, I was like, yeah. my niggas, yes. That was story, niggas. So unexpected story. and like so, so much appreciated. Oh. Uh. Like Tangerine when, when and Lemon, bro. To Hold on. All that together. I can't go too far without bringing them up again because those were the main <laughs> characters of the movie. Because Brad Pitt was there because he's Brad Pitt and he did a great job in his role. But Tangerine and Lemon, the movie was about them. Because the most emotional points, even the moment of, uh, of, of ultimate revenge that's supposed to be the, the, the climax of the movie, I felt more emotionally tied to when Lemon found out that tangerine was dead. was dead yeah that was it for me because we had yeah. gone back and forth they had both thought each other was dead at least twice before that only to find out he was alive and then and then he's finally dead dead it was like oh yeah. that was 
Gosh, and man. It was even such a great setup, like, early in the beginning in the movie. He's like, yo, you're still wearing that vest? He's like, yeah, but I'm a little self-conscious Gosh, about it because you could just get shot in the neck. I didn't even remember that. And, and his brother gets shot in and the then, neck. And then to see him get up later, I was like, and that's impossible. He, uh, How did he survive? He saw... This is crazy. How do you get plot armor? It's like, no, he had body armor, dumbass. They told you he had body armor. It's not yeah. plot armor. Like, damn, got they, me. They did some really cool shit. Like, they did a ton of fake-outs with uh, Brian Tyree Henry's character. He did, like, uh, three times. Uh, fucking. That's what I'm saying. Wait, is he Lemon? No, he's Tangerine. No, uh, he's, ta- he's no. Uh, the black guy is is Lemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, Brian Tyree yeah. Henry is uh, Lemon. Um, he, he was, like, especially at the end, too. Like, I Wasn't was, like, Tangerine kick-ass? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I thought yeah, I was yeah, him yeah, the yeah, whole time. Yeah. Boy, man, he has really stepped up. I'm so proud of him. Yeah. I mean, not that I have any title him, but I'm so happy for him as an actor to have really come of age because that was his first role. And boy, I've seen a lot of people take that first role and not follow it up. And to see how far he's progressed down oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's come a long way. Oh, man. He, I, I'm. I would look forward to seeing him in something with like a Jason Statham or you know what I mean? A real, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's the young dude yeah. who needs to get put on big right now. I don't now. really see I haven't really seen seen him do a lot of um even uh, though this could be that stuff. for him, honestly. Cause this was break I mean no, his I mean, action scenes, his fight scenes with um Brad Pitt were amazing. Yeah. I mean his his solo really action scenes when he's trying to get, jump into the bullet train and break through the window, <laughs> amazing. Like him all shit right, talking bro. to Yakuza, like. Uh, <laughs> like just that's what I'm saying. All with the porn stash. Like yeah. I hate the porn stash, <laughs> and I didn't hate his character. Well yeah. done. Was, you know what I mean? Super cool. It's really it, I personally like it when a character takes uh maybe a physical characteristic that I find repugnant. And manages to play the character through that for me. You know what I mean? Like that says a lot to, to me because that's a stigma that I'm. That's a trigger. I'm not controlling that. I just don't like you. You know what I mean? And it's like nah, B. But there's so much more overriding that. I think that that's a powerful performance when it overcomes your natural inclinations. Yeah, but yeah, he's, he's really good. I mean, it's a shame that like a, a fucking rights dispute got him killed out of the MCU. Really? But, yeah. Cause um, oh, what happened? I'm not familiar with that. Uh yeah, when when they were doing when because uh, if you remember the of course the the Wanda Maximoff and Quicksilver are both oh. um, X Men as well as Avengers. Yeah, so yes, they yes, had yes, to yes. do a special trade with Fox, and they got permission to use Quicksilver, but Fox got. I'm sorry, they got permission to use Quicksilver, but Fox permanently got Quicksilver afterwards. And they got Scarlet Witch afterwards, so that's why. That's the whole reason why wow, he died what, what, in yo, that first that's movie. A, just, you could tell that that was a dick move from a uh, 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 like a board member who was like, "No, we don't want to give this up." And they're like, "Well, then we'll split up the twins." He's like, <laughs> "Wow, much. really? Really? <laughs> Their entire storyline is intertwined." I mean, that's what why. World? That's why they were introduced together, and you know, they just killed off one. It was like, all right. Yeah. You can't have it for any more than one movie. That's it. And so, yeah, so that's, that's pretty much why he he wasn't fast enough to outrun bullets at the end of... What is that? Was that Avengers 1? Uh, uh, or no, was uh, that Age of Ultron? Age of Ultron, yes. Yeah, one of those movies um, where he, where he c- could not run the bullets. But, yo, Quicksilver... Oh, my gosh, yeah. Quicksilver getting shot is, like, mind-bogglingly bad. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty silly. It's it's, it's pretty, pretty it's like silly. Ma- it's like Magneto getting shot. <laughs> it's like, What? <laughs> 
It was Wait, were they silly. plastic bullets? Were they ice bullets? <laughs> were they fucking magic bullets? Tell me these were not metal bullets. I mean, you joke, but Captain America was killed with a with a magic bullet in a, a civil war. He was a time bullet. That's how they brought Captain, it back to Captain life. Captain America was? Yeah, because you remember in Civil War, Captain America was shot. That's what oh, ended the, end the Civil War. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. to retcon him to bring him back to life, you eventually that's find right. out Fuck that it shit. was a that bullet was so that dumb. sent him through time. Uh, and it yo, didn't actually kill yo, him in the Comics be wildin' sometimes. Comics be wildin' sometimes. <laughs> yo, when people gotta come back to life, they gotta come back, bro. When, when they gotta come back to life sometimes, they change the, the knowledge of your I of mean, the circumstances of their death. I like what... See, that's why I like what Jonathan Hickman did, and he was just like, you know what? Death doesn't matter to mutants anymore. We have a system to um, infinitely resurrect them. That's fucking and hilarious. so there's no more death Yeah, we mutants. ain't gotta worry about any weird yeah. retcons. It's just mutant magic, bro. We got it. Pretty much. Pretty much, they had five mutants whose powers combined to be able to replicate a perfectly a And human then Captain Planet shows up and revive people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Captain, uh, Captain Revive a nigga. <laughs> With your powers combined. We will bring niggas back. That's but actually yeah, not no. bad. But that's yeah, better than if, Dragon Ball. You know that's better I mean? than if, Dragon Ball. If, if death is too consequential for your story, just make it irrelevant and don't play with it. You know what I mean? Um, time bullets are stupid. It is. But anyway, pretty back silly. to the back to the pretty to silly. the story at hand. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. There are no time bullets in Bullet Train. Uh, thankfully, thank goodness. But um, dude, the winding road of trying to figure out who the like he really was dedicated to to finding a peaceful end to this. Yeah. And then, in the end, ended up had no, no, none of it. Yo, no. the 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 fucking the kill with the hornet was hilarious, bro. So the, yo, you don't have hornet. a backup point for this, bro. <laughs> it's, it, what did, did he say? It was irresponsible? What did he say? What he said to her? Oh, was, to bring was only really one funny. dose, yeah, so one dose of uh, anti venom. Yeah, but no, I mean, like, I, 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 I will say this much: Bullet Train is not. Um, the story has good beats to it. The action is not unpredictable. Yeah. I was like, oh, I know exactly what's going to happen right here. Sure, it's like, oh, sure. bitch, you only got one. And as soon as you take that shit out, he's grabbing it. Yo, you're stuck. You're, you're in a, there's no way you're fast enough to inject yourself without him taking it from you. He's waiting for you to do it. He's literally waiting for you to do it. And this man has got uh, lightning oh reflexes. It's like, it's like checkmate. Just uh, bitch yeah. with your own snake. Bro, that shit was crazy. And then, and then I was wondering where the fuck... Snakes on a train! Yeah, that was... Snakes? Who put all these motherfucking yeah, snakes was, on this motherfucking that train? That was a really good checkoff snake where they just kind of released that yep. snake early to the movie. You're like, oh, that shit's about to fuck somebody And then up. it bit him again. I was like, oh, no. He's like, oh, I already had the end of it. I'm like, yeah, that's right. It lasts more than one bite. I'm like, ooh. Uh, ooh, child, my heart was beating for you, bruh. Yeah, that, and they did a, such a good job of making his luck like carry the plot in not an obnoxious way. Gosh, and then the the I love how the um how they ex, uh the the first assassin's father explained what the ladybug's luck is really about. Yeah, like, that was cool. The tento mushi. The idea of ladybugs being lucky is a translation from Asian lore, and I can understand why Americans would only translated it as oh it means it's lucky but the story behind it that the the spots on the ladybug represent all the horrors of the world and it attracts them to itself so that everyone around him can have good luck that's why people get good luck when they're around the ladybug but the ladybug itself does not get to see the good luck boy woo, my nigga yeah bruh did they write the story around that like that shit 
was it hit super hard given all the things he had been going through. Yeah. They they did a super good job taking something like so inane and giving it so much value and depth. It made it so because that is the story that out of the context of Bullet Train mm-hmm. might just seem like okay, cool. <laughs> cool story, no, that's, bro. That's a cool story, bro. Like I like your Asian proverbs. They're dope. But in the context of Bullet Train, you're like, ooh, nigga, what? Yeah. Okay. Like, and also, we got to talk about um, the, the White Death, though. Like, I thought that was oh, Keanu man. Reeves at first. Like, I was like, oh, oh that's that fucking Keanu? Keanu Reeves at the oh, beginning. No, I thought they had a good actor but for him. But Michael Shannon did a great job. Yeah, he did. No, I mean, like, in the, before they showed his face, you know? Like, yeah, when, I had no idea who he was. just his back and stuff. I was like, yo, was that Keanu? <laughs> Keanu? But, but, um... Yeah, Michael Shannon was still pretty fucking cool in and that so, role. And so, yo, the whole storyline with him and his daughter. Yeah. Crazy. That was, that was pretty cool. Ugh. That was a nice thread. Bro, that, I, that... I love how the the theme of the, the Tomogachi yeah. also pervaded to the very end of the fucking movie when he was like, <laughs> Carver! He's like, whoa, 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 I'm not Carver, bro. And it's like, your bad luck once again saved Carter's Carver's fucking life. Yeah. Carver being the shitbag he is, your bad luck saved him. And That's it's like, so oh, funny, man. And it's uh, I love that it was Ryan Reynolds where he was like yes. that douchebag. Yes, the douchebag assassin. Because he does play a lot of douchebag assassins. Absolutely, man's got a ton of those shits under his belt. It could be any one of them, from the dude from Seven Underground. It could be the time traveling version of him from from space. Could be Deadpool. Hilarious. Oh man, too good though. Oh, too good. Um, but yeah, and man. Also, that, that that last sword, that last train fight at the end, where fucking Ken Tanaka is wilding out with his with his bruh, katana. Bruh, bruh, yes. Yeah, yeah that was bruh, sick. So, so I'm saying, like, there was there was uh the the choreography hit on so many levels. Like the sword fight, uh, yeah. amazingly done. Watching him chop through the seats to fucking chop niggas yeah, up, oh, that, and yeah. then drop the second sword out of the bottom of his yeah. cane, nigga. Uh, yeah, that just, was fucking lit. Amazing, great, Amazing. great fight choreography. Like, um, I, I loved all the suitcase flipping in the in the fight with the wolf. Bro, that shit was silly, but bad, bad, I gotta give Bad Bunny his props, man. He did good at the choreography because um, it didn't look like they used a stunt man. It, it looked like it was him. You know what I mean? In those shots, they were all pretty close in. Yeah. Oh man, Carolina enjoyed that. Of course, she had just come, <laughs> she saw him in concert. Uh, I think a week or two ago, and so oh nice. Yeah, so it was a dope little cameo for her. Um, but yo, his whole story was tragic, my nigga. Yeah. Like, yeah, they didn't have to poison rough. everyone at the wedding, bro. That was rough. That was absolutely unnecessary. I completely understood why he was standing in front of that train. Oh, hell yeah. The Hornet was, um, she was wildin'. She but was see, wildin'. Why, why, see, my thing is, is why did he attack the ladybug? Um, perhaps because he didn't see the Hornet. Right? Remember, he was too mad. Uh, he saw uh, red and was like, I yeah, gotta stab something. I have to stab something right he bumped, now. No, he bumped into um, uh, uh, Brad Pitt as the waiter from the party. Oh, he mistook Brad so Pitt I'm for the So I'm thinking that, yeah, when he, he saw Brad realize, Pitt, yes. he put two and two together like, oh, the assassin's on this train. Oh, this dude was there at the party. Yep. He's alive. Yeah. Everybody at the party except for uh, uh, um, me and him are, uh, uh, are, dead, are yeah. dead. So... I guess, like, in that moment, he put two and two together and was just like, it it has to, who else could it be? It made too much sense for it to be wrong. And it was just, once again, that's why Brad Pitt's character is like, what? What I don't even know you. The amount of times he's like, why are you so mad at me? I I, I kind of felt him. Like, yo, I'm catching so many strays right now. I just want to go to bed. You feel like, I don't even want to like, be outside anymore. And then, yo, I, I love that he had the nerve to set my nigga up like he was just had a rough yo, night. That was fucking hilarious. 
the, the fact propped him up with the liquor and shit. The amount of uh, uh, of covert activity they tried to do while <laughs> committing murders on this bullet train is hilarious. That's fucking funny. Eat a bag of dicks, lady. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs> No, you didn't do that. that uh, when she gave Brian Tyree's or uh, 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 Lemon that look for like the oh, third bro, she time, been, she even harassing that nigga like, from outside yo, the train. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, nah, lady, you're like I, I, like I feel racism in your eyes, bro. Oh, oh, bro. Yeah. First of all, a white woman in Asia. Oh, she loves the racism. Mm-hmm. You kidding me? You kidding me? Yo, she's in it. But um, she jumps in it. <laughs> But yeah, dude, that shit was crazy. Fucking dude, the the story behind the white death and then his daughter trying Little to Prince. win his approval that is was crazy. It's pretty good. And then and then getting uh uh dude, what was the name of of the, the first assassin that they introduced and his uh, father? Oh, just I think it was just ah, oh, they don't, they don't really say name. it very frequently. Yeah, but he does have a name, though. Because they literally have to have a name because they had title cards. Well, his, his <laughs> title card was the father. The father. That okay, was well, his title the father, card. Then. Yeah, the father and then the grandfather. Yo, pulling those two into this thing was probably the worst decision that yeah, that guy could Yeah, that's have where done. she fucked up. That's where show. she fucked up. She got too big for her britches and thought that everybody was her plaything and was like, ooh, maybe the child might have been, but the other yeah, two... Yeah. <sighs> There are consequences and repercussions. And that nigga made a makeshift spear and killed mad people with that shit. Because <laughs> that shit, yo, after he... Because he was so weird and giddy until he met up with his father. And then all of a sudden, he became a badass. And I'm like, yeah. what the... I, I believe mean, his I name guess, was uh, yes. uh, Yuichi, Yuichi Kimura. Yeah, Yuichi. The father. Yuichi. The Japanese assassin and the son of the elder. The elder is... is Not the grandfather. Is, was his title the elder, card, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Gosh, so many just intriguing characters, well built, well put together, well introduced. Like, I don't know. Where where, where are the fallings of this movie? Uh, I mean, I'm trying to be critical, man. And yeah, I feel like this movie is an easy nine plus for me. You know, easily. I super duper enjoyed it. Not only because, like, I'm, I'm I, trying to find a reason not to call this a, a movie of the year for me. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's definitely the best movie I've seen this yeah, year. Yeah, it is pretty deep, though. I mean, this yeah. year. I mean, it's give it, it hits good. on everything. I lo- yo the, the, yo if we can't take that out al- the allegory of the ladybug and see how it was literally worked into the entire movie and not really point like come on no no it's definitely I don't good, know man you know but I I still think my contender for movie of the year is everything everywhere all at once I definitely still okay. say that's my, my okay. movie of the year so far I I I really like that movie. But I felt that I had critiques of of it more so than I would Bullet Train. Okay. I felt like Bullet Train never would manage to be a movie with no stances. I don't feel <laughs> like it pushed any points on me, but it taught me something at the same time. It served on all of its visual fronts, all of its casting fronts, all of its writing fronts. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, my only... Uh, whoa. Yeah, the only I'm sorry, but there, there, there was way too many dildo jokes in 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 everything, everywhere, all at oh. once for me to put that as my number one movie That's of funny. the year. It's just that that kind of humor doesn't hit with me, and so for me personally, I I, I couldn't like I can't make any of those critiques of of Bullet Train, even though I would still say everything, everywhere, all at once is an amazing movie. Did I get that right? Did I actually say it right that time? Mm-hmm. 
boom. See, I learned the fucking name, so I clearly liked the movie. You know what I mean? Like, much yeah. respect to it. I mean, it's all good. I, I don't but, really expect my movie year to be everyone's movie of the year. You know? Yeah. What I mean? So like, I, I it, it's cool. But that that as far that was just my prick in in, in particular. It was a good year for action movies. Absolutely. for sure, dude. Action movies. And Black great. Panther still hasn't even come Ooh. out yet. So. <laughs> and so that's what I'm saying, man. I'm over here talking movie of the year. I haven't even seen Black Panther yet. Feel me? And I'm over here talking real greasy like Black Panther wasn't one of my top five movies of all time. Feel me? Like, like Ironheart was flying in that trailer. And I'm me? here for sure. Listen, I I personally do. I'm not going to front. I do personally not like the sacrificing of black male characters for the elevation of black female characters. I feel like there should be enough room for both. But with that being said, that shit looks dope. And it looks like they're doing a lot of justice to it. And so that's all that should matter. And that's all that really does matter for me. You know what I mean? As long as they actually stick it in the movie and it doesn't feel like pejorative, I'm with it, man. I'm here for it. And they and they really do got to give Riri some justice, man. Because yeah. Ironheart oh, is, so is a really good comic book character and one of my favorites right now. And so I would, I would and really also, to see her debut. Um, technically, Namor is Marvel's oldest mutant. So there you go. You wanted another yeah. prominent mutant in the MCU. That's like the, your biggest one this far. Man. And That's I kind of fuck whole, with the Aztec uh, Namor. I'm kind of fucking with Aztec yeah. Namor. I like Kukun. the idea. Kukun. It's so much cooler than the fucking Atlantean Namor. I'm so fucking <laughs> done with... because the, I am the Submariner. You know, and it just shows to the lack of creativity on the DC side that if you're going to remake these things and you're not going to stick to the source material, then at least remake them in interesting ways they took literally fucking aquaman from whatever they imagined and tried to turn it into you know a a character in a movie and it's like no that's that's not how that's gonna work you know you'd have to put him in the settings that he was meant to be in for him to work those settings are a bygone age that character (laughs) will not hit the way it is today you know and you saw what they had to do to give jason momoa a real aquaman Zack snyder did it you know what i mean and then they cut that shit up and made him into a fucking comic book character, and it was whack. Yeah, like I, li- I like the the Aquaman that's surfing on on, par- on paratroopers in the Bro. air, or not not paratroopers. I'm yeah, sorry. he was surfing surfing on parad uh, parademons. 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 Sorry, uh, surfing but yeah. on parademons down to the ground. Like that was that was too sick for for reason, bro. Yeah. And so yeah, dude, I like what they're doing with um with Namor, giving him some some originality to the story, so that. It, it, at least I'm not so married to the name that this feels weird. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the character feels new enough to where I'm like, all right, cool. This is, you know what I mean? Because you can't deviate from Wolverine too much. Right. You can't make Wolverine <laughs> an Aztec god. But you can do that to Namor. And so that was smart on their part. I like that. Dope. Did you see the Deadpool reveal that Wolverine's coming back, or did we talk about that already? Yeah, we mentioned that once. That's gonna be super duper lit. Like, yeah. and also Deadpool is being pulled into the MCU, so I'm curious I to see how they do. I think that Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds is gonna play so fucking well off each other. Oh yeah, yeah. I think those two are gonna have huge chemistry. It's gonna be fucking great. One one thing that's also I'm curious about, and also speaking to the potential of Werewolf by Night that we mentioned before, is that Man Thing. He actually got his powers from like a Nexus Universal portal that has access to any any reality. Yes. So and he guards it, right? Yes, he's like the guardian guardian of that portal. So 
that also that's also more potential like MCU link. So I wonder if we're it. gonna see him again in the future. You know, I really hope so. Like Ted I, is really cool, I, and they also mentioned Nexus events a few times in the MCUs, and that mm-hmm. I forget. The, I think it's like a Nexus location or a Nexus portal or some shit like that. Is is what it's called? So. Oh man, I'm I'm I wonder if the possibilities that are shit is gonna be or not endless, but I wonder plentiful. W- <laughs> how multiversal shit is gonna happen to bring all these like non MCU Marvel properties. I hope Elsa into Bloodstone the main, gets brought in into right? multiversal shit into the main continuity. So like because at the end you back, did see her get colorized. That was super fresh. That was dope. That that was a nice little bleeding right there. <laughs> Man, yeah, so it's uh, I'm very curious to see what happens down the line, man, and 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 where exactly the end of Black Panther puts us as far as like the the the, the overall MCU shit. That's going to be that's going to be great. Man, it's 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 so much cuz on the one hand, it's also like the the death of uh uh T'Challa as a character to deal with and also the healing of a nation. And also the introduction of a new threat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That the movie has a lot to balance. And also it's the close of phase four. So Yeah. It's it's got a very, I'm, very uh, big burden we'll on its shoulders. I'm I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. There's a lot of cool shit coming in Black Panther. Yeah, man. It's 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 looking to be dope. I'm and looking forward to it. It looks like the women are stepping up and coming in strong, bro. That, oh that... yeah, yeah. This is a, this is this woman. I'm this woman. This movie is all about the the female presence. Yeah. In the in the uh in that Fucking part of the universe. Angela Bassett out here delivering speeches, yeah, my got, guy. You got, you got Angela. You got the queen. You got Shuri taking over as Black Panther. You mm-hmm. got Riri Ironheart. Mm-hmm. Um. You got uh um. Black Panther. Uh. The, the lead spy. Oh, oh, Panda. you mean like uh, both Okoye, Okoye and, and um, oh man, I don't remember Lupita Nyong'o's character. I know I'm trying to, for the life of me, I can't remember off the top of my head. But nonetheless, um, they're they're going to be in it. So that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a whole suite of uh, a whole cast of of prominent female characters to be to be uh to be portrayed. So. Yeah. That is going to be super sick. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. Um, and uh, I think Umbaku does get a little bit of shine, from what I understand. Yeah, Umbaku, he's he's the one talk telling people about Kukul Khan. So we, uh... oh man, I'm excited for that man. Winston Duke is pretty dope. So, so we, uh... I hope that he does have a, a decent part. Um, who was um, what was Okuye's husband's name? Oh man, Daniel Kaluuya's character. Yeah, I don't remember his. I wonder name if he'll be either. back, or did they execute him as he a traitor? Did not. He he's he he went back for the second movie due to um filming conflicts. Oh so yeah, he won't he's be doing this nope, I think I that's I do believe that's probably what they were filming. So yeah, that that it sucks we won't get to see him as a cameo, but nonetheless, I know he was a dope character. Yeah, dude, I want to see the Rhino Riders come back through. You know what I mean. Doing it big. Wakabi. That was who he played. Wakabi, yeah. And Nakia is who Nakia, Nakia played. Yes. And so, um, yeah, definitely looking forward to Wakanda forever. But yeah, man, Bullet Train, solid movie. Very much in my um, yeah. movie of the year contenders. Hell yeah. Uh, dang, everything everywhere all at once definitely is up there. Like, yeah, it's, it was an amazing movie. It had a lot to speak um, it had layers to it, the action. Yeah, man. I just, 
I guess I just like the aesthetic of Bullet Train a little bit better. I mean, yeah, that's Because the, they're both neck and neck, man. Yeah. They're both 9.5s on, on, on the scale for me. Um, they're both very, of them were just shy of perfection. I highly recommend watching Bullet Train, like, multiple times. Like, didn't it also remind you of, like, the early um uh, uh, Guy Ritchie stuff? Like, it, Absolutely. It, it, that, it just kept the way the story scratching gets... that itch for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the way the story was woven together. Yeah. The story's not told, it's woven together. And and like the quick flashes to like the, the, the vignettes. I loved it. Yeah, it's it's a it, it's a it's a really um powerful storytelling technique that they that he uses in his cinematography. And I very much got that feeling. I don't know, do you think that uh, he definitely wasn't named in the credits, was he? No, I don't believe so. Because I mean it feels like there's a lot of inspiration there because it was very much of that style. It really is, man. You know, even, even like the shit takes place in Japan, and one of the two most prominent features are British fucking like. And that's hard uh, to do. I usually people. don't like when people do that. I don't like when when um, directors choose or 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 screenwriters choose to write stories that uh, center on foreigners in 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 a faraway land. I don't like those stories as much. They're just not my preference. And so, um, they managed to nail it. They nailed it because it was absolutely that. It was absolutely a, a foreigners in a faraway land story. Yeah, and they they taught you a lesson of the faraway land, slowly hidden in this fucking yeah. action gore comedy. Well, and it I think gore, that it was because comedy. of the heavy Japanese. Like there was a lot of Japanese uh, feeling to it, especially when um the elder whenever the elder was on scene, it was very oh, yeah. powerful. It Hell, seems yeah, it's very traditional. together for me. But yeah, man. Oh, but the the screenplay was by Zach. Oh man, I, I apologize, Zach. But it's Olkowicz. O- I want to say that's how they pronounce. But Zach Olkowicz did the screenplay, so I'm not sure. Perhaps he's just a a fan. But who direct? And it was directed by David Le- Leitch, David Leach, or David Leitch, one of the two. Mm. Oh, but he was a former stuntman and stunt coordinator. Man, see. That's why the action is so good. Okay. He also directed Atomic Blonde and Deadpool 2. Okay. And okay. Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, clearly. Okay. <laughs> the, you know, and on that I, that that'll lead me to to another point is that these guys, these these stuntmen, they get so much work. Yeah. That it's only natural oh. that a few of them come out the other end of this as amazing directors. Yeah. It only to stands speak to your reason. point. Um, the director of the the John Wicks is, is Chad Stahelski, and he's a former stuntman as well. Mm-hmm. And this director also co-directed. He's uncredited co-directing with Chad Stahelski on John Wick. David Leitch did. Yep. It makes a lot of sense. But yeah, these guys they, they they do good work, man. They they definitely are masters of the craft. I think that that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, I feel like when stuntmen become directors, they make really good action movies. Yeah. W- when they're in their element. For yeah, sure. for sure. But that's and cuz you know they know everybody. They know all the dope stuff. They got people. all the connections. Yeah. And they've gone out they've put their life on the limb for these people. Yeah. So everyone yeah. comes with yeah, their Yeah, I know who would be perfect for this fight. Yep. That's what's up, man. But that's they definitely managed to bring it all together there. But alrighty, let's go ahead. I mean, damn, we've gone in 50 minutes in on these, <laughs> these two movies. Definitely, Bullet train. Definitely, that, that is a testament to the quality of, of those two Dude, Werewolf by Night was lit, bro. Amazingly well done. No reason to be, like, so unexpectedly good. Yeah. Pleasant. And, and I'm, I think Carolina liked it for the most part. 
um, you know, she's a little bit more old school, so the more contemporary portions of it, I don't think we're 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 hitting with her. But she loved the aesthetic. There was yeah. a lot of good goals, nice. that, things that were going um, positively for us. So that was dope. But yeah, let's hit up some of these topics. There isn't much to talk about. So you know what? Here, uh, the video game industry has had two pretty high-profile closures. So um, indulge me in a little bit of story time for this one because um, are you familiar with the game Disco Elysium? No, I'm not. You're not? No. Okay. Um, well, it, it's probably not your fair because it's, it's hyper-political, but it's satire. And so it's meant to be joking, okay. but it's uh it's like a, a CRPG, um kind of menu based, um, but just mostly you know Dawson decisions that you can go through and make in 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 this this world uh that was created by um the game creators. So a little bit of history on the creators of Disco, Disco Elysium because that'll give you a much better understanding of how this game came to be. Okay. So Zaum is an Estonian uh, cultural collective. The Zaum cultural collective goes back decades, and it's comprised mostly of uh, production artists, so like photographers, painters, people who like do art for a living, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's... Yeah. it's they're they're working people, but all of their work is based in art, and so as such, when they organize their labor, they organize in creative and new ways. Now, along with that comes some very varied political views, and as I said, this is an Estonian um, organization, and so in the the atmosphere that they were uh, becoming you know, popular in, they carried some very unpopular political views all across the spectrum because it's mostly artists and their their collective wasn't discriminatory of that. Um, and so in the the course of, of gaining a lot of, of cultural collateral with the people, they they managed to burn most political and business ties that they could ever use to have long-term patronage for the arts that they have. And so they all remain, which is all well within their desire. They did this purposely. These are people who had no interest in working with those people. So that's why, you know, they took the avenues that they did. Now, Estonia goes through a financial, I believe, collapse. Um, I'm not sure if it was a whole collapse or if it was just a recession, but times become very hard for them. And so they can't support themselves off of just their art. And so some of the younger uh, people in their lives, their grandchildren, were like, well, if you just stopped making stupid old pieces of shit art and started making video God games, people damn. would care about your stuff. That's literally how they described it. Like They God were told, and I was damn. like, the disrespect. <laughs> shit. But evidently, it was the impetus for them to say, fuck it. I guess let's make a video game. It is a form of art. And we are artists, and if this is profitable, then you know we can we can make something of it. You know, let's. Where else do we go? You know what I mean. And we can right. do this from our homes. <clears throat> let's make this happen. And so they make a game, Disco Elysium, that is absolutely reflective of all of the varied artists that put work into this game, from all across the spectrum. 
And so it, it represents massive uh, 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 massive disparities in political views and social views. And it's just a very interesting game, you know, and it manages to do all of these crazy things and talk about like communism and fascism without being pretentious, you know? And so uh, it became extremely popular. And so to be able to support the game, unfortunately they had burned all of their business, uh, <laughs> business uh uh opportunities in estonia so they had to reach out to international finance firms and because of the popularity of the game you know they were able to get financing and in the beginning the financiers were more than happy to just give them the money and uh get their return but then the game becomes a massive phenom <laughs> in the gen in, in the genre and becomes one of the most popular games of the year when it was released. So now, all of the financiers are starting to pay attention to this investment, so they're starting to formalize it all. Now, the problem is, is that this video game was literally made with spit shakes and words. This was a cultural collective. All of these people were here because they wanted to be. No one had to be contractually obliged to do anything to get this done. And so it was a real and so this 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 story of Zaum becomes a Greek tragedy in three acts. It is the full life cycle of the life and death of socialism and capitalism. Because it starts as victory, moves on to farce, and then moves to death. Because they managed to do one of the most collaboratively difficult things to do, period, which is make a functioning video game. Absolutely one of the most difficult collaborative things to do, period, hands down. They not only made a video game, but they made a successful video game. And, and, and you know, I was listening to Willie and Pat talk about it um, on Castle Super Beast, and they, uh, they, they described it as lightning in a bottle. And it really was. It's like, this is almost impossible to do. And they managed to do it with no game studio. With it's, no it's with impressive. no corporate... Uh, 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 the game was finished by the time the corporate financing came in. You know what I mean? So that, that was also probably why the corporate financing was like, all right, I mean, if it's done, it's done. Yeah. You know, how could we not at least see what we can get back from this, you know, type of thing? Um... And so this was a true victory of the spirit of socialism, of the spirit of populism, of the spirit of labor, of the spirit of we can do this without you. You know what I mean? Um, we could make games, good games, without, you know, AAA titles breathing down our necks, demanding that we monetize them. And they could be profitable. You know what I mean? It came out to be... It, it, it came to be a real victory in that. And at no, not so soon as they managed to uh, secure the funding and distribution, that as soon as their success became verified and proven, did the... Uh, this is within months, by the way. This is only a few months in the making. Did the investors incorporate, create a game studio called Zaum, 
and dissolve all financing for the cultural collective. <laughs> That's fucked up. And under the since there was no written obligations for the majority of what was going on, and the people who were doing the ground level work were obviously under subcontractor employment agreements. They were under subcontractor employment agreements with the Zaum Game Development Studio, not the Zaum Cultural Collective. And so pretty much everyone who was part of the Cultural Collective has been fired. And they're attempting to now continue to make Disco Elysium games with no one. Now, one of the, the, the very unique things about Disco Elysium is the political acumen and the, the, the writing that went into it. It is very Estonian, from what I understand. And part of it was uh, the difficulty of, of the distribution was getting the localization because of how difficult it was to take all of the concepts that were very particular to what was going on in their particular, particular social environment and making it palatable to, to, to other people. But now, but in that was the success of why people loved it. Now, there's not even a single Estonian person working in the creative department. So there's absolutely no way to recreate that going forward. So I have a, a huge, I, you see the, once again, I, I'm going to reference something that Pat said, because they were killing it on this discussion. But the first game was super duper interesting because of what it was and what they did in the game that they made and the second game will only be super duper interesting in so much as a dumpster fire is super duper interesting because you know that they can't make the same thing again so it's there's literally like what the fuck could it be it's like trying to watch you know uh werewolf by night after watching the trailer it's like what the fuck is this (laughs) <laughs> what is this gonna be? You know, I what I'm getting right now can't possibly be tied to what I got before. There's no way, because there's they have none of the 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 artistic uh, uh, talent that was there, you know. And then what's even better, in my opinion, is that a lot of the the people who were retained afterwards, who were on the subcontractor licenses, are just leaving because they know that a they have no control over their creative property, and b they don't support how how they ousted the people who got them into this very project to begin with, you know? And so, yeah, man, Zaum and Disco Elysium is a cautionary tale for what can happen when you 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 rally the troops, you mobilize, you succeed, but you don't have the framework to survive in capitalism. We cannot act like we don't exist in an environment where people will try to steal valuable property from you. And what they did is is that on the word of of a handshake and a head nod, they made something valuable and promised not to steal it from each other, but did nothing to insulate themselves from someone else coming in to steal it. You know, and and in a perfect world of, of of socialism, no, that would be no one's intention because there would be no way to monetize that. But we don't live in a perfect world of socialism. We live in a world of rampant, unabated, domineering capitalism. So if you do manage to succeed in a socialist endeavor, which is completely possible and likely because the socialist form of organization is productive, <laughs> 
if you manage to get other people on board, despite all of the propagandizing against it, you gotta insulate yourself against the rug being pulled from under you, man. Ugh. Zaum is killing me on the inside because that shit right there was... uh, Once again, you know, I'm always talking about Vodio or Zaum or some other stupidly named fucking video name company that's about to be the shining, you know... Uh, uh, beacon on the hill and it's just like nah nigga y'all wasn't even ready bro y'all wasn't even ready I mean Zalum Collective which existed way before the video game development studio you know they're they're gone you know they can't even survive financially and because of now so much of the things that they can't even use their name anymore before, unless they get they get uh, 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 lawyered out of Damn, out of existence. they got she hooked, bro. That's fucked bro, up. Bro, it's crazy, man. And it's just like, man. As I said, the the tragedy of socialism under capitalism in three acts, right there: victory, farce, and defeat. And I mean, it, it leads me to. And I, I absolutely do not believe in the tanky, Leninist, communist ideology. It's not. It, it's, an, it's, it's the past. We need something new for the future. But I can totally understand why part of their ideology was to stamp out capitalism at its root. Because you cannot exist next to capitalism in a, a live-and-let-live model. You can't. You can't. Capitalism will subsume you. And, and and the worst part is is that they'll do it based on your own material needs. They could not distribute the game the way that the game needed to be distributed without that financing. Now, granted, if they hadn't burned all of their bridges in Estonia, they wouldn't have had to reach out to the international finance community for funding. You know, but hindsight's twenty twenty, man. When you're an artist... You can't be you can't be expecting artists to keep good relations with businessmen. You just yeah. can't, especially not when the businessmen <clears throat> represent fascists and the 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 artists represent socialists caught between communists and fascists. You know what I mean? That that's the worst part is that they were socialists caught in between a hard communist um left and a hard fascist right and because they chose to take the socialist stance, they made were made pariahs in their own country. You know, and it fucking sucks because if not just for that, they would have got been able to get funding in Estonia somehow, especially given how popular it was. You know, in those those uh, European countries, a lot of times governments will will give you funding because they don't have so many. They don't have that many projects and they're looking to fund in the digital space because they want to, to have a foothold in that industry, you know. And so it helps their overall GDP to keep those kind of things going. That's why governments like to fund online um, endeavors like that. Or not just online endeavors, but software-based endeavors. But yeah, man, you know what the, you want to know what the worst part is? Mm. You want to know what the real, you want to know what the, and I want to call it ironic because they made the game before this happened. This happened in the game. This was literally a storyline they wrote into the game. Yeah, it be like that. It's like I always say, man, if you want a career in the arts, you got to be good at both the art and the business. Bro. It does you no good to be just good at one. They wrote a story into the game where the socialists 
are about they build this perfect empire and right as they stand in front of it they need one more thing and they go to the capitalist and the capitalists snatch it and the house of cards falls apart and it was like it was success and then it became a farce once the capitalists came in and started exploiting everything and it led to their defeat it's just like god damn you guys wrote it into the fucking game dog <sighs> You know that you can't operate under capitalism without, without real, without real protections. Oh yeah, yeah, we put that right here, <laughs> man. So you know that there you have it. You know don't 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 write your own demise. You know it's it's never a good look. Never forget that shitty people exist. Yeah, they you know are always a thing. I, you I just, just might not be near any shitty people right now, but they always exist. I just can't imagine how they got so far and never thought to at least retain some control, like some kind of control over that intellectual property. Like, gosh, man, all their work stolen right from under them. Oh, it, it is a tragedy. It is a tragedy, not just of video games, but of labor. Because the amount of time and work those men and women put into that game to now have no ability to to gain revenue off of it that's that that's a killer one right there and then um i know we said i said we had two high uh high profile uh endings in in the video game industry and uh officially google stadia has bowed out the industry they have uh said they will n they will terminate services i don't know exactly when it doesn't matter i don't think that they even have anybody who will be using it to the date in which they uh they will be holding those servers up to be honest like at some point okay google stadia launched in an environment where you couldn't get good computers you couldn't leave your house and everybody was becoming more and more acclimated to streaming their necessities. There was no better environment to release Stadia. There just wasn't. So at some point, we're going to have to fucking acknowledge that Google is bad at marketing products. Google is bad at marketing products. Google became popular because they proliferated in two main areas, search engines and emails. Neither of which took good marketing. You just had to do it better than the last guy. And the last guy was shitting the bed. Hotmail was shitting the fucking bed. Bing? No. Netscape? Nobody. All they had to do was do it right. They didn't have to do it well. But just because they did it right, everyone thought Google was the fucking best thing since sliced bread. But let me tell you. That Google Glass, that was the first time I realized, oh, Google doesn't know what they're doing with these things. They don't know how to market. They, 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 their market research team is amazing. They, their market research team pinpointed, I think, absolutely the best times to be researching and developing and attempting to launch those products. The team that was actually uh, responsible for executing that just totally dropped the ball all over the place. Google Glass, I think, was ripe. And 
and Google was missing something in their implementation. And I'm not exactly sure what it was, but I don't know if you're going to get a, a better time to market something like Google Glass only because we are on the verge of better technologies already. There's no better time for Google Glass. If Google Glass didn't make it when it did, Google Glass ain't never going to be a thing, which is uh, why I understand why they shut it down, but they missed the market because when they launched it, people were ready for it. People wanted it. They failed to provide the product. And I don't even think they failed to provide the product is that they failed to proliferate it properly to get people using it, to provide them the data that they needed to make the product that the consumer would have wanted. That's where they failed. And I feel like they did the same thing with Stadia. Same MO. They failed to get the, 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 the consumers onto it by what they should have done is assume losses, proliferate the market, get people giving them the feedback they need to provide the item that they want. Because that's all that the, 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 the consoles do. That's what a console generation life cycle looks like. They release what they, what they, what they think we're going we're gonna to like. We play the shit out of it. We tell them we hated these things. And then they release a, another version of it at a new price point. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's, they totally ignored, I think, the established doctrine to try to do something new when it was like, but you're already doing something new with the hardware. Like, you don't want too many variables in your experiment. If you're doing something and you don't know the outcome, you're technically doing an experiment. And in the case in which you're doing an experiment, limit your variables. You can't figure out what's working and what's not working when you're changing everything constantly. You know what I mean? And I think what they did is they, they thought that, hey, no, we'll just change all these things. We'll do it. And they wanted to change everything. And the consumer wasn't ready to change everything. The consumer was ready to say, hey, can you stream video games to me? Because that's all I really want you to do. But no, Stadia wanted to revolutionize game subscriptions. They wanted to revolutionize game pricing. They wanted to revolution. Nah, bitch, stop. Just stream. Can you get the streaming to work? Because if not, it's not, you're not going to get anywhere. You know what I mean? And so they couldn't, they, they, they couldn't provide that experience in a way that was, was commensurate with what the consumer wanted. But they could never get that feedback because they didn't proliferate the hardware. They needed to take a loss. And I don't know why, but I'm sure that it's somewhere in their analytics. They, they, they were like, no, we can sell these shits at a profit. Okay. <laughs> well, good luck. You know, I don't think that any console has ever launched at a profit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't consider the Xbox generations or the PlayStation generations as, like, original launches. Those are building off of the goodwill that has been built from many, many generations. You know what I mean? Stadia does not have that. And you can't just take the software and try to piggyback on the software's goodwill. That ain't going to work. But, yeah. You know, it's... It, it it was a it was a long time coming, and I don't think that the video game will miss Stadia. I hope that people will learn the lesson because I think Stadia's failure was a very obvious one. They walked face first into that. But yeah, there was that going on, and not a whole lot else has been going on this weekend. Um, we'll wrap up with just a little bit of news. 
from what's going on in in uh, Europe uh, slash uh, Asia, because you know, uh, Ukraine is is they are managing to to pull off some really stunning uh, assaults, and they most recently blew up the only bridge between Russia and Crimea, which that is gonna put Putin in quite a position. And I don't know, man. I just every time I hear something like that, it keep I keep telling myself, like, man, this 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 guy's back isn't it looks like it's in the corner to me. And I don't wanna see what he what he chooses to do when his back is in the corner. Cause I don't think that I don't think that the Russian people are gonna turn on him if he uses nukes. I don't. And I don't, I, I see him using that rhetoric very loosely. And I don't think it's because he's jesting. I, it is rhetoric, but he is saying it because he wants the world to understand that when he uses it, he's going to state, you were warned. That I told you this was going to do. You did that so under all pretexts pretexts we assume that was the outcome you were looking for and you know i don't i just don't want to i really don't want to see what the world looks like when we're figuring out what the legitimate and illegitimate use of nuclear weapons in 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 warfare is i don't want to see what that world looks like you know and and unfortunately the ukrainians they they don't want any a reasonable end to this would have been for it to have never started. I get that. A realistic end to this, though. The Ukrainians aren't willing to go for a realistic end to this. And so, yeah, you know, that shit is always depressing. But we'll go ahead. And, I, I don't got to expound on that too much. We all know where the doom saying goes with that. So if you guys did enjoy the show, please feel free to subscribe to us on anchor.fm or on patreon.com. Also, feel free to follow us on the social media. You can find us on Twitter at Korea underscore T and at Home Heron. You can also find us on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at RicoGVO. And always remember, guys, time's only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Thanks again for joining us and have a great one. Peace out. Take it easy.